Alright, there we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? Man, not too much. Just uh, doing my happy Thanksgivings. Right, right, uh, right, right. Text messages and FaceTimes to people. They didn't really have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it goes. I mean, I, I, I hated... After a while, it was just like, yo, like, why am I texting this person I haven't even, or not even texting, because I, I don't be keeping numbers, but, like, face, or hitting people up on Facebook saying, yo, happy holidays, this and that, this and that, and you ain't talked to them in, like, a year, maybe nine months, and you just yeah. hit them up that one time. You might hit them up on, again on Christmas, be like, yo, Merry Christmas, and be like, yo, that's, that's a waste of energy. I'll just be like, yo, my... I said it like a couple of years ago. I was like, "Yo, um, it was like specific to New Year's, but I made it to like the rest of the year." I was like, "Yo, if I said uh, Happy New Year's to you last year, I meant that shit." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Just take that shit and just think back to when I said Happy New Year's last year." Make that memory this 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 reality right here. Yeah, it's like I I I always mean that shit. <laughs> Happy New Year. It's like so if you for eternity. Yeah, if you if yeah forever. It's like so don't don't expect me to keep messaging you over and over again. <laughs> then I spread that to like birthdays and then the rest of the holidays. But then like I don't really celebrate holidays like that anymore. Especially like yeah. just you know just. Being just practicing certain things, and as far as like, but in a, it's in a um logical, and not like uh, um, like I'm trying to like uh, defeat the the uh, sort of might just went crazy for a second. I'm trying to defeat the contradictions. I mean, it's it's hard to do all of them with you know how how we've come up because like we come up with so many different uh contradicting things like for example like um, I, I don't know if you've ever been to a old country buffet have you ever heard of that do they have that in kansas uh, i don't I'm, I'm not sure if I've ever, i mean i've been to a buffet but old country buffet i'm not sure about that <laughs> all right so old country buffet is like it's basically like Thanksgiving every day, but it's just a buffet. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, got you. Yeah. But the thing was, when around the time that I was going, like, right, it, I'll just start. So, in the like, when when you're young, young before you even know too much, like you get taught, depending on who's teaching you, that lying is bad, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So speed it up, you know. Going through life for a period of time, being told that lying is bad, and then you go to Old Country Buffet, and then the waitress or the host asked you, will ask you personally, like, your parents are right there, but they'll ask, or whoever's with you is right there, that's older than you, but they'll ask you specifically, how old are you? And then you'll be like, uh... 
I'm nine. Did your mom or your dad hit you? Be like, no, you're six. And I was like, no, like I'm not six. I'm nine. Uh, (laughs) Then they'll be like, they'll be like, yeah, we're gonna have to rig you up as a as a nine year old. So like, cause uh, so it's just like the price difference and stuff like that. Yeah. Yo, it's like, why you want me to lie in these situations, but not lie in those situations? And I was like. I always thought about like shit like that, like throughout life. I, mean, I know that's, you know, kind of like a quirky thing to think about, but it's just like, it's like, why lie? Just like, if you can't afford to go and pay the price, just stay home and cook. True that. True that. Yeah. Am I, am I coming in loud for you? Yeah, I hear you perfectly. It just sounds like a regular phone call for you. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, because it's going through my phone, but um, but uh, I know that was a little bit of time, but uh, welcome back everybody to another episode of In Tune. I've got a dope guest. Um, yeah, I know I'm bad. I'm with with the accolades, but if you know me personally, and you've you've and you've uh, had conversations with me, you've heard me reference this person a bunch of times. I always say he's exactly like me, but just dark skin. And, uh, like we're (laughs) the same height, same build just about. And like, he's the only person that like matches and surpasses me on the way that people perceive me. Like I see you that way, how people perceive me, but but we also like speak the same language on a bunch of things, so it's kind of different. But it's just like meeting you was like a different kind of breath of fresh air. It's like damn, like this person is just like me. I mean, except for like I'm the East Coast version, you're the Midwest version, and, right? Uh, but um, my guy. Jordan Curry. What is up, man? Man, man, man. Life is up. That was uh an amazing those were amazing <laughs> accolades. <laughs> I mean there's 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 more I mean I could say. No, I mean I mean, but you you've wrapped up what I'd like to say about you also, man. I think uh shit, I mean we have experiences that shape us, but there are certain individuals we have experiences with this like that shape us even more than others. And I feel like you're, you're a representation of that also for me. Like a lot of the things that I, that I think I know or feel I know today, I know because of a, a, a spark that was lit by, you know, a conversation we had or something you exposed me to or something like that. So, and like you said, breath of fresh air. So much, much appreciate you, man. Yeah. Likewise, man. Yeah, we, we definitely have to like talk more, but I mean, but uh, like you said, it, it kind of um, the time in between us, you know, getting in contact, it's kind of like one of those uh, moments where you're like, hold on, I'm not here by myself. I still have somebody who's just <laughs> like me, but they're just far shit away. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 exactly hits it on the nail. Yeah, now we just need to learn how to multiply people like us and Thanks. have, you know, be able to get together and have round tables and whatever and podcast 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I plan yo, I'm really gonna dive into this whole to this whole thing. Like I like it's 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 great for me. Like doing this, I mean I don't have cameras yet and I don't have that thing where if a camera's on me, then I kind of like bug out because some people, because they feel like they're being watched. I'm already even more so aware that we're being watched in ways that people can't even imagine right now. Like I've seen the technology. That's a whole nother podcast and conversation, but like I don't have that. I plan on getting videos and, and, and cameras and being able to, you know, really just in my mind revolutionize like this whole media thing and and content and the way you interact with certain things. Like I'm excited for the future of, of doing this. It's just you know, I got a couple hurdles to jump. Yeah, I feel you on that. What are the things you think can change that you like to see change and be done better or be done differently? Um, communication, representation, uh, truer and expandable stories, um, just common decency across the board for, uh, for everybody. I mean, I know that's expansive, but like for me and what I want to do and how I plan on doing it, it makes total sense. But um, all right, let's uh, uh, let's begin this uh, this thing. All right, all right. so you don't have to get specific, but about where are you from? About uh. And really, I'm not there anymore, so I can give general specific. I'm originally from Blue Springs, Missouri, hmm. which is uh, about 20 to 30 minutes away from Kansas City on the Missouri side. And, uh, yeah, when I go back there, actually, I haven't been back there in years, but the few times I've been back semi-recently, it's it's the same place, but it's entirely different. A lot of a lot of new stuff there. A lot of new building. Some of the cities around it have come up, um, but one of those places that's uh, a small town. I'm not sure if if it was the same for everybody, but I felt like everybody knew everybody. And I didn't even go to public school back then, so you know our family knew all the other families in the neighborhood. We all kicked it together. We all, you know, we had to be home by by the time the <laughs> the lights went out on the street and uh but yeah man it was uh it's an interesting place i'm not sure if i would go back to live there now but i appreciate living there back when i did mm. that's what's up shoot uh i mean probably nobody but people where you're from would know this but uh where did you go to high school so I went to high school in Kansas, uh, Olathe, Olathe Northwest. I've driven so on the Kansas there. side. That yeah, I, what'd you think? Um, <laughs> I've only seen like the shopping area, like the like the one of the major shopping areas. I was looking for a music store. Yeah, and I had to drive all the way from like Manhattan. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a drive. <laughs> and that's uh, all right. Quick sidebar. Man, Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. Quick sidebar. Oh, yeah. That's- like, it's funny, like, that I bet you in a whole different state, but I could still, like, point out, like, different little towns and stuff in, in Kansas that I've been to, and you would probably know them. Yeah. Just like that one. Yeah. Because I was in Junction City. That was, like, when I was in the military and shit. Yep. That's, like, what, uh, 30 minutes away from Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Junction City. Man. Manhattan. We've got some memories there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All right. Yeah, so, um, so you went to high school in Old Eighth. What about... uh? college did you go to college any of school yeah i did i I went to college um i didn't finish college uh, but i went to college i was going to rockers university and um it's a jesuit college in kansas city missouri Mm -hmm. and then i was also going to umkc which is across the street from rockers university of um what is it? UMKC, Missouri, University of Kansas City. Um, and then also I was going to JUCO, um, so John, Johnson County Community College. I was trying to do too much. Right. <laughs> trying to do way too much. So, but, uh, well, what, what did you, um, what were you going to study? Um, computer science and business were my majors and then psychology and mechanics were my minors. Yeah. So kind of a big deal. I feel like my favorite class that I've ever had in life, even before college was psychology. And I've always been interested about the way that people's mind works and why people do what they do. And so, but I thought to myself also psychologists, I'm not sure they make a lot of money. And I, <laughs> And so, you know, the the computer science growing up, I was in, you know, I had my techie, like, period. You know, I worked at Best Buy, worked at the Apple store, was always into tech and, you know, yeah. using tech to do a bunch of different things. So that's where that came into effect. And then, uh, let's see, the mechanics, I was, I was, I had these ideas of, Ways that I, I, for instance, I wanted like a, a a motorcycle or a car that had like a perpetual engine, mm-hmm. like something I didn't have to put gas in, things like that. So, you know, I had a lot of different things I wanted to do, and I think that's why I had so many majors and minors is because there was something that I wanted to do that was in correlation with what that that major or minor was. Mm-hmm. See, I I. I had a situation in like high school. I mean, would you explain kind of the sound sounds like um, a situation that uh, I was, I could have been in where like before I got into high school, I had a, or before I was going to go to college, um, I had this counselor who would just ask me what I wanted to do. And I had like, I was like, yeah, I pretty much want to go for science. And it was like, 
Uh, well, what science specifically? And I was like, well, I pretty much want to do all of them, but I know I can't do all of them right now, but I want to do, like, cardiovascular research and do, like, uh, something with, like, uh, star research. Oh, and also um, uh, um, propulsion science. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, well, you can't, you can't do that. You gotta like pick one. And I was like, he's like, you gotta learn one at a time. I was like, well, I've been starting to teach myself already. It's like I'm pretty, but yeah. So we really got into like an argument, and I was like, yo, why am I arguing about to you about what I can and can't do and can and can't learn? And I was like, like if I came in here talking about football, you would have been. In a whole different situation, but I'm like, look at all these colleges that you got people into, and, and some of these colleges, you know, offer what I'm asking about. And you telling me I can't even even do it, but it's, that's a whole nother thing. I just had to get it off my chest; it was in my mind. But um, which it, yeah, I mean, that's real. I feel like many people don't realize how much, like how much we're limited by or we accept limited suggestions. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no reason you really couldn't have learned all those different things if you were willing to take the time and effort to do it. Absolutely. But within her system or within the system that she imagined you doing it in, her thought was, no, you can't, you can't do all that. I'm sure there were other things that came and, into that idea too. But And one thing I think is going to be, like a running topic in in our conversation is like you can't you can't really bank on getting advice from people who can't fathom your thoughts because like it seemed like an easy deal to me it's like yeah you I understand this I'm reading this I'm doing this I'm doing that but like you don't you don't stop nobody at the door. You'd be like, hey, you could just you just do this. You'd be like, hey, it ain't gonna be easy. But if that's what you really want to do, say go for it. That that would have been the thing to do, and she would have got, you know, whatever. I mean, that's all another thing. But yeah, you can't you can't for people because people certain people that live a certain way, they can't fathom how anybody else lives. Because it, because if they look at it, they're gonna be that you, you, you judging people's, you know, thought process. You judging people's way of life, and they probably thinking the same thing for you. But then you got another person that has like, that's like a step back, and they see the bigger picture, and they're like, oh well, y'all just not noticing that like y'all pretty much doing the same thing just on polar opposites when it's really all going building up the same shit but um yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's uh I wonder I wonder when I see things like that like people like yourself that do recognize that and you're consciously aware of what's going on there what can people like you and me do to change that 
because there's a cause to that effect, I would imagine, meaning there's, there's a reason why people are in the habit of imposing their reality, if you will, upon others, like meaning they don't believe they can do something, therefore they don't believe somebody else can do it, which may be part of the reason they don't believe they can do it because they've never seen somebody else do it or they just think you're a random... You know, you're a regular person like me was, you know, what gives you, you know, the, 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 um, tools or the know-how or whatever is needed to be able to get that done. And I would imagine some of it is they just don't know enough about the subject in order to know, you know, to create an idea or a blueprint or plan or path for themselves. Yeah. And so I, I imagine that kind of shuts them off to a path for somebody else, but it's, What's interesting to me is all the people in history that have done something great have at some point proven things possible that people at some point thought was impossible. Mm. And all of those individuals were regular people that we don't necessarily consider regular people because of their accomplishments. But I say they were regular people because before they accomplished it, they were not in a much different situation than many of us overall. And they were able to put enough time and effort and enjoyment into it where they, you know, created something great for themselves and, you know, ultimately for the world. And we appreciate it for them now. We appreciate them for it now. We see them as a genius. But, like, how can we take, like, that idea and those people we see as a genius now and how can we, like create a society and a system and a way of thought to where everybody thinks everybody has the potential to be a genius and do something great, yeah. including themselves. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm, um, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm definitely going off the beaten path of like doing the interview because uh, of a multiple couple of things, but multiple couple. What is wrong with this? <laughs> um, all right, so I mean, I'll just end up splicing this together. I mean, not splicing, it, but I'll do some editing and stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, what kind of uh, what kind of student were you in high school? Uh, in high school, what kind of student was I? Um. Uh, so in high school, I was pretty rebellious uh, to a certain extent. I I I wanted to do well enough to get good grades, so I didn't have to worry about my parents. Hmm. I wasn't really thinking about college too much. I was still somewhat of a class clown. I was really enjoying myself in high school. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I definitely would not have. Con- I, uh, man, that's a hard. That's a like. If I had to put it, like, I think I was an intelligent kid in most of my classes, but at the same time, at I didn't think I was very intelligent back then. But mm. I didn't really think too much, too deeply into it. I just knew I was enjoying enjoying school for the most part. I should I should say enjoying the experience of high school. But I did hate the idea of school and I did not like homework and busy work. I thought it was a waste of time. Hmm. That's interesting. What kind of student were you in college? 
or all the places that you've been? Second Man, in college, not much different. Um, in college, you know, it was different because I didn't have to worry about the parents anymore and getting good grades for them. I, you know, I had a, a scholarship, so I didn't have to pay for school. Mm. And, um, you know, for the classes that I enjoyed and I intrigued me and I felt I was getting good things from, I would put a lot of time and effort into. Um, and for the classes that I didn't really enjoy and feel like were interesting, I didn't put a lot of time and, and effort into. And um, so I was a inconsistent mm. uh, student in college. Okay. What about today? What kind of student are you today? Today, I would say I'm the type of student that when I decide there's something I want to know, I get lost in it. You know, I, which, and, and when I say get lost in it, I'll stay on it until I am like in a pool of it and am, you know, swimming in it. And then when I feel like I understand it enough, then I try to take it and apply it and do the next thing and learn something new. So I feel like I have much more of an appreciation than I used to for study. And I don't necessarily think it think of it as something in school these days, but just, I guess you may say if it is a school, it's just the school of learning and life in general. Right. And so I think I'm a, I'm a great student these days. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, I'll say decent to great. I mean, that's that's kind of like a <laughs> wide gap right there. But I just I just don't be using like uh, words like that in reference to myself. Not for like, um, not for, not to say that I'm not great, but. I I think I can start using that for myself when you know when I'm when I'm when I'm closer to the end but I mean yeah yeah I mean I got a long way to go I mean I mean I think that for anybody I mean you've got a long way to go until you don't yeah there's, there's so many things. There's so, there's so much more to learn, to experience. Yeah. There's so much out there. But, um... Let's see. Yeah. What... Um. All right. So um, we go through life with uh, you know, just evolving, and um, I think one thing for younger people is that they get caught up in in what's happening next versus what's happening now. And they think that whoever is around them right now is going to be there 
in the next four years, in the next 16 years. And for us that are on the other side, we know that's not the case. How would you say that your, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do the old way and the new way that I would present this question. How would you say the quality of relationships evolved from high school to now? Or you can think of it like, how has your personal filter of people that come into your life, how has that changed over time? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Well worded too. Um, that's a hard question to answer. I feel like um, when I was younger, the I didn't pay much attention to what attracted me to one individual versus another, whether it was a intimate relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, or a best friend. Um, aside from, I felt like our experiences were pleasant and fun. And, you know, I think that's the lens that I was looking through. And I think within that experience, you know, there is those who are associated with the ones that I hang out, that I, that I would hang out with most. And, you know, they had their friends that hung out with them often. So I think I found a circle of friends based upon that. And I definitely had a general, like, circuit of friends, but I also was never an individual that felt like I couldn't go and hang out with a certain other group of friends. So um, these days, I think I'm much more conscious about how I choose um, friendships and relationships because I think time is valuable and I think people have impacts on, on each other that we don't realize. And I want to always be making sure that I'm surrounding myself with people and thoughts and ideas and feelings that I feel like are building me up. And I want to be able to do the same thing for anybody that I'm spending time with. And, um, so in terms of, you know, real friendships, there aren't a lot of those that I have, on the level that I'd like to, those are far and few between. And I'm not sure if that's the same for everybody, but I also do appreciate the little random conversations you have with someone at the bar where you're not necessarily looking for anything from them and they're not looking from anything from you, but you end up having a really great conversation about something and you learn something that you wouldn't have learned before because it's a person that you don't know. There's an experience that you haven't experienced. Yeah. Um, so I guess I would say these days, so back then it was uh, much less of a conscious choice and decision. And now the, the, the filter is a much more conscious choice based upon what I think I want to be influenced by. That was a long winded answer. No, that's, that's, (laughs) that's that's good. That's valuable. It's, It's needed for for people to for people to hear I mean it's it's being compared to all the other uh, podcasts I mean for what you just said it it might be that key that 
makes everything else understandable. Because, you know, not everybody receives the uh, same message twice. Or it means it receives the same message from the original source because some people, you know, they translate certain things in their mind differently. And it's, it's, it's weird how that can happen. Like, uh, like, it was a time where, I think I might have mentioned it to you, where, like, I was, it was three people. It was me, uh, my guy Dame, and, and one other person. And we're all talking. And I get to explaining about something. And then the person is looking at me like, like I was just speaking Mandarin. And then my boy say the exact same words, verbatim, word for word, inflection and all. Like there's, didn't change nothing. The, the only thing that changed is that I wasn't saying it. He was saying it. And then as soon as he got done, the dude was like, oh, okay. I was like, Nigga, I just said <laughs> the exact same thing. Where did that, where did that, what just happened from, you know, what I said to your brain <laughs> that you didn't understand. But when he said it, you understood. That's crazy. So, like, that, that, that night will always, like, make me think about, you know, for some people that listen to this podcast, will be like, oh, "Okay, I'm kind of hearing the same thing over and over again," which it kind of hasn't been. Even though I've I've presented the same questions, like the answers have been unique each time. I mean, uh, for some, a lot of uh, episodes, they were you know taped and from taped with people from uh, where I am right now, and. Uh, you know, like, it'll be, like, similar things, like, oh, we went to uh, OCC or something, but, and, but, like, their experience from then on, if they went to that school or if they're from here, has all been different, which is, which is great, and it's, it, it does for me what I wanted to happen, like, just, get a bunch of different viewpoints on certain things for people yeah. to consider and, and and whatnot. Um I forgot the what I was saying before. Yeah, the, the point you mentioned though is a, is an interesting point, you know. Um it, it's 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 always about what we say, but it's also about who it's coming from. And, uh, you know, obviously everybody's different, but it's, it's interesting to look at the science of delivery and receiving and um, how, you know, essentially we can craft the way that we communicate in such a way where we can communicate with anybody on multiple levels. Right. And especially on a mass level, if you're speaking to a group of people and be able to speak in a way where everybody understands it and picks it up despite their differences 
And I think some of that has to do with the individual, meaning people have to be open to receive. Um, and I think some, you know, people aren't necessarily open to receive, um, you know, from certain people. And, you know, that's up to each individual. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's all it's about. I mean, right. but, but I, I guess I bring that up because it's, um, it is, oh, what, what do I want to say about that? It's just, uh, obviously communication is important. And the more we can understand and the more we can recognize situations like that, I feel like the more we can adjust ourselves to make sure they happen less based upon being able to not only change the words, but change the perspective that someone has of us in order to be able to make them, you know, more receptive to what one has to say, especially if your goal in the end is to help people and help people understand more than what they currently do. Yeah. And even from being in that uh, position, you turn out to be a student in the process because like you learn so much about yourself. You learn about you, you learn about how you deliver based on uh, how certain people receive like, Like from a teaching standpoint, I mean, yeah. In in, in any case, when you're when you're a teacher, if you're if you're kind of like, oh, if your awareness is up, you you notice a bunch, and, and you know like, oh, okay, I can do this next time, so people could do that, and that that I mean that's like I. Um, like you were just mentioning, that's what kind of brought me to um, to doing this, and you know, still framing, you know, or setting it up the way that I got it set up now. Because I know that you know, people need even if even if it's the the same thing verbatim, people just need like a different person, like maybe it's like. I don't know the frequency of the voice or something. It it just wasn't wasn't right. But somebody that's standing next to me could have a different frequency that they you know are. I mean that that makes sense too. You know. Yeah. If you know about yeah, frequencies and stuff. Because you know, and and a good example of that of a variety of good examples is you know there can be someone maybe I'm speaking to a female about a a, a general female issue and me as a male I'm, i shouldn't you know i'm not living a female life so i only have so much um so much you know going for me in terms of a, a female being open to what i have to say about a female problem that i'm not really living in but if a female feels the same way i do and they communicate that same thing to this other female individual then that 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 lady or whoever that is, is going to be much more open to listening and to thinking deeply about what the lady has to say, because the lady that has the same viewpoint as me has, is living, you know, in the same experience. She's a lady, she's experiencing life the same, but the way that she has interpreted her experience has been different than what the other individual, you know, but that's just an example of, 
you know, we naturally, I think, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, if I want to know something about science, then I think I want to talk to a scientist, right? right? I don't imagine necessarily being able to get that from, from, from somebody that is not necessarily a scientist. But the same things that scientists discover, we live throughout our entire life because life is an experiment in itself. So in reality, if I were to think about it on that level, I can learn most things I can learn about science from someone that's not a scientist versus learning it from a scientist if I'm open enough to be able to extract that, you know, and that's what my focus is. And, if I'm, you know, but I guess the point there is I'm open enough, but I feel like many people don't necessarily think that way. They don't think to themselves, I can learn something from this individual. Um, but I forgot what my point there was. Somebody picked it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So the last, um, I think except for one person, I've only, all right. So most of the podcasts that I've uh, put out so far feature women and they're like, um, Uh, I think every last one of them were business women, and then my my guy Ron, who was on, uh, I think episode five, um, he he's he's he doesn't have a business, but he's starting. He kind of has a business now because he got a Twitch, and uh, he he does that. He streams that every once in a while. Um. My point in bringing that up was, um, cause usually like around now I'll go into like, like a business mind or like aspirations or like, um, like what are you currently doing or what are you moving towards? Whichever is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to be at a place where I have passive income. You know, that's what wealth is to me, being able to um, live as free of a life as you want to live without having to spend a lot of time and effort working. And um, so I'm at a place where the position that I'm at job wise is, you know, a really good stepping stone to be able to build enough money to to build whatever's necessary, whether that's a business, whether that's, uh, you know, investing in a property or investing into stocks. So I guess where I am in terms of my business mindset and business life is really exploring um, ways that I can do that. But I also want to be able to do it in a joyful way. You know, I don't want to create a business or create uh, a stream of income just because just for the money and just for the wealth. Right. Not that that's a bad thing, but I also think that I want to be able to enjoy it because if I'm enjoying it, I'm in a place and a mindset that I can learn better. And I feel like there's something to learn all the, you know, you know, the, the whole way to wherever your destination is. So I'm in the process of, you know, first trying to figure out what do I truly enjoy? What am I truly interested in? Why am I truly interested 
and how can I take this and, and turn it into something that I enjoy, but that can also benefit people, but also makes me enough money to be able to live the lifestyle that I want to live. Right. Yeah. Right. And you said you're still, well, you just said, you just said it. Like, yeah, you, you're exploring those options and as far as like the options of like, well, what would I like to create a business in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I mentioned to the other day, like an example of, of, uh, you know, maybe being a life coach or something like that. I feel like a lot of people have come to me for advice throughout my whole life. And, you know, I like, you know, that people see me as a sturdy enough individual to ask me for advice. And if people do, and I wonder, you know, if I have, if I have things that people feel are good to say, and I feel like it could be beneficial being somewhat of a life coach because it allows me to still explore myself. It allows me to still explore others and learn about others. And by learning about others, learning more about myself, but it also puts me in a place where I can be, I can have something that I'm doing that I feel is fulfilling. Cause I feel like the job that I have right now, I'm in sales, um, selling, you know, Medicare insurance. It's, helps some people um but it's not entirely fulfilling for me and i want to be do i want to be doing something that i believe more in that is more fulfilling and that also you know i feel i feel like that fulfilling aspect is a is an aspect that means for me like i'm doing something that matters that i feel is worth putting my time and effort into something that i believe in you know what i mean and uh i believe in helping others so you know, that's an idea of a, of a business, but I don't really know anything about it yet. Right. You know? No, but that's, that's great that you have, you've, you've got, you know, which direction you're going and you know what your B is. Like you got, I mean, you're at point eight and you just, you know what, you know where plan B or not plan B, but what your a to B is. So you yeah, just got to figure out. My A to B gotta... is plan B. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. Yeah. But um, you know where you're going. You just got to figure out the stuff in between. Yeah. 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 Got to cut out that path. Yeah. Or find somebody who's cut it already and just, you know, you know, take the yeah. path that's already been cut. Yeah. Don't make it. Don't make life harder than it needs to be. I mean, if some, I'm like, you can, when you get to the destination, you can customize whatever, whatever, whatever you want after that. I mean, you don't have to copy necessarily whoever was, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just drifting into a, like a, like arguing both sides of it. Cause like, that's just how my brain works. But um, yeah, don't make life harder on yourself by trying to reinvent the wheel when the wheel's already there. But like, if you're, you know, likewise, if you're taking somebody's path, I mean, you got to also think about like, all right, you might be 
a person that's seven feet, but the path was created for somebody who was was built by somebody who was five four. So like, you got to think about the path in in that way too. But like, yeah, you can you can initially start, but then you might have to create a branch off of that path. But still, you know, just. Just keep your eyes and ears open and, you know, just yeah, figure out where yeah, you're going. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's, a, that's, that's great advice and a, and a really good way of linking, thinking about things. Um, and I guess it's, uh, it's just an aspect of trying to be aware. Like, cause how, do you, how does one recognize, you know, if one's on a path from A to B and one sees a variety of different other individuals make their own paths to A and B, and that B is the same place that you want to be. And you go along one of those paths, you know, you know, trying to, you know, go up, you know, trying to put yourself in a situation where you don't have to worry about the pitfalls that somebody else fell into because you have an example before you of someone that did it and they can tell you how to do it. But when you're on a path like that, how does one know, you know, you know, this path actually was made for someone that was shorter than me, or taller than me. You know what I'm saying? Or how do you know when, you know, you, you should move from that path to another path that's going to the same place? And that's one of the things, you know, that, that I think, I'm sure I'm not the only one that deals with it. You know, but, you know, that's a question that pops up in my mind. Yeah. And I was going to um, say, do you have anything that you could say for for pretty much anybody but also like younger kids who who nowadays they have access to social media and <clears throat> I guess this is kind of this may be specific but it's also it's I think it's heavy in the younger years but it, it it could be heavy throughout time, but I'll, I'll just present this scenario. But, um, all right. So say you get on social media, you're a younger person, impressionable, and you're looking at people that are your age or like a few years younger, air quotes, achieving success with, by saying like, Oh, I'm only 21 and I just bought my first house. Or I just bought my first Lamborghini and I'm 16 years old or like, and and then, and then you're thinking like, damn, like I'm only this age. Like, I feel like I'm behind. Like people feel like they're behind because of other people's success. And I know that can create like some sort of like anxiety for them because they're constantly thinking like yo I don't I'm not enough I'm because of because this person has what I would like to have before me yeah like what advice could you give to younger people or people even now about that type of um, how to deal with that I think the the first step is 
everybody has to recognize what success really means to them, you know, and everybody might have a slightly different answer. I first think it starts there. What does success mean for me? Second thing I think is people have to recognize and appreciate themselves as the individual that they are and the part that they have to play. Um, if you think about us as cells within a body, each one of us is our own individual cell and we have, you know, our duties based upon what that proper, what, 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 the, what the property of that cell is. Well, we can be parts in an engine and all of us are supposed to do something different. We're not really all supposed to do the same exact thing. And I think it's important to learn from the people that are so-called a success already right. and apply what one can learn towards what one wants to do in terms of being successful for themselves and being okay and appreciative of other people and not necessarily making it a situation of I'm behind because the reality of it is, is, you know, I spoke to someone the other day and they told me that they thought someone who grows up in a rich family is ahead. And I understand what they're talking about in terms of business and in terms of money, but there are also some aspects that could make that individual behind. Uh, there's a saying that uh, the, the rich has all the money in the world to eat all the food, but has no appetite for it. The poor doesn't have the money to eat it, but they have the appetite for it. Um, and, and the point of me saying that is to recognize that there's not really a, there are, hmm, I, I guess what I'm saying is one has to learn to appreciate where they are, where they're going, and where other people are. And the way I think about it is if you decide that you want to change a habit, let's say you want to stop smoking, stop drinking, let's say you want to start eating differently, the recognition that you have to change the habit in order to get to a particular goal is not necessarily a fun idea or something that excites people. But understanding that changing that habit and changing it into something that is going to be more constructive for you is, in my opinion, a very exciting idea. Mm. So it's a, it's a matter of changing one's perspective to be excited about what this recognition of someone else or where I am now where that has the ability to take me. Because if I didn't realize it before, then I was truly further behind. But now that I can recognize where I am in correlation with someone else, that's an exciting aspect because now I have a better idea of what I need to do next in order to get there. So I think it's important for people to keep choosing their perspective of how they want to look at life. Mm -hmm. Because a person that believes they're behind and a person that believes they're ahead are both correct, right? A person that says, they're hot and a person that says they're cold are both correct. But I think people don't give themselves enough credit in terms of being able to manage that themselves. People, I think you can decide to choose a perspective and choose to feel and think about it a certain way. And in doing so, you, you end up having a lot more uh, being able to impact your life and your experience in a much deeper way than most people thought they could. All right.
That was some some good words. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I get upset about like how simple I just say some stuff, but those were some good words. I mean, you, you no, because you don't want to. Like, I, I hate to like over exaggerate, so I just kind of like keep it mellow. But no, seriously. Was that a coherent statement that I made? Is that, is that, no, yeah. I can't. Right. Um, I'm just, uh, thinking real quick. I've been, uh, been on this. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Can um what are we can get into uh the uh word the wise part uh portion just um this portion is pretty much um like how the whole conversation has been going, but it's more focused on advice. I mean more which, focused on advice. I mean which I mean the, the whole thing is pretty much advice, but um this is this is more like specific. Um how for for those who want to um let's see for those who want to gain perspective or just become somebody what would you say the first steps of like broadening your horizon would be um well first of all i would say that the simplest answer that i can give is if one wants to broaden their horizon practice broadening one's horizon if i were to give a more detailed answer it's Broadening one's horizon, my understanding of that is exposing oneself to something outside oneself, realizing that, realize you don't know what you don't know, be okay with it, but also be willing to seek out that knowledge and information. And I think the best way one can do that is to practice the art of concentration and being able to truly be in self-control of one's concentration because that is the mechanism that we use to absorb and one cannot broaden their horizons if they don't know how to accurately perceive and absorb knowledge and information oh um do you have um 
about uh, three to five, three to five pieces of advice that, uh, just like uh, general or specific tips that that you know from this conversation that you've thought about that you can share with people, like. Um, one thing I would say is, um, something I've learned for myself is life seems to be for me more enjoyable when I think about every thing that I do as an activity of service. Mm-hmm. And I use that particular wording for a reason. I don't say work of service because work, I don't think of work as enjoyable, but I think service can be. And True. I notice even when there's times where I'm speaking with someone that's not like you, we're not on the same wavelength and don't think about things the same way. In the past, I've been in a mindset of what can I gain from this situation and this conversation? And in reality, maybe that's not the point of the conversation. Maybe I have something that I can help them gain. And I don't, you know, there's a different mode of activity when I change those, 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 um, those, uh, those thoughts and feelings uh, to service and how can I be of service versus what can I gain? And um, so I would recommend that or I would challenge people to create a habit of being in the mindset of how can I service in this moment? Mm. Um, because anything you give, you're going to get back um, after it's accumulated energy anyway. So you're going to get back more than what you put in and if you're always giving service, then you're always going to be in a place where you're receiving service also. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the one thing I would say. Um, the other thing I would say I've already said, cultivate the power of attention and concentration. Can't be underestimated how powerful that is because everything from being able to articulate well to understanding what you read to you know, being a good listener and, uh, you know, having good conversation has to do with how well one could cultivate their attention. Um, um, and I can talk for days about that, but if I were to keep it simple, master one's attention and constant power of concentration. Um, and then the other thing I would say is recognize that everything requires a certain amount of energy and try to only spend energy on the things that you want to grow and manifest only water the seed that you want to grow. Mm. Anytime you're doing something other than watering the seed that you want to go, you're taking energy and food and water away from that thing that you want to manifest and giving it to something else. Many times I think, I found myself in the past giving it to the opposite thing. My conversations that I'd have with people sometimes would be about what's wrong in my life and literally taking water away and giving it to the opposite thing based upon spending my time, attention, and energy on that thing that I don't want. And and spending that time and energy on the things that I don't want, I my I attune my my thoughts and my emotions towards that thing. And I felt like I was attracting those things that I didn't want in life. And I'm learning more to create the habit of 
only placing my thoughts and my feelings on the things I want and how I want to feel about them and watering that seed and therefore allowing it to grow and manifest. And the more that I spend time watering just that seed is like the, an example of that would be I can put a paper in the sun and it'll never burn. But if I use a magnifying glass and magnify the concentrated light on that one point within moments, it's burning. Right. right? So that's, that's what I mean about that. And don't dissipate or allow your energy to be dissipated um, on things that you do not want in life and allow your mind to be suggested things that you don't want. Um, and that, those would be probably the top things. Solid advice. Solid advice. I want to say thank you for, uh, for doing this. I mean, it's been a little bit of time that, uh, that I wanted to have this conversation, but I mean, I mean, today just happened to be the day. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I appreciate um, you having me, man. Um, is there anything that you want to plug? Anything that you want to like make people aware of? If people want to get in contact with you, if you want to be in contact, IG. You said anything I want to. So you said anything I want to plug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you said something after that. You said, or like anything, said, with, to, any like a way to get in contact with you. I mean, if you wanted people to reach you or like IG or something? Uh, man, no, I don't. I so I'm one of those weird people that doesn't have any social media. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'd, uh, I'd say, uh, you know, if, if someone that wants to have more of a conversation and meet me, maybe I'll leave my email. Yeah. Uh, but generally speaking, you know, either I randomly meet you or you know someone I know and you ask for, you ask for my information from them. And that's generally cool. Just you out there that know me, that's going to be giving my information out. Let, let me know before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, yo. <laughs> I tried to. No, try but, to. But, I, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I would just say, um, yeah, maybe I'll leave my email out there. Uh, cool, cool. Let's see. So, the, my email, the best one to reach me at is going to be D as in David, C as in Charlie, another C as in Charlie, U as in umbrella, R, R as in Robert, Robert, Y as in yellow, and iCloud.com. Take you, take you guys back the old school way of communicating. <laughs> right. uh, Alright y'all and thank y'all for listening. That is just another episode of In Two Peace.